Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. Um, so we talk to lots of athletes, but we also talk to CEOs, entrepreneurs, scientists. We have an astronaut coming up soon. Um, so lots of just really cool people that we can take little bits and pieces of their journey and their story and hopefully implement them in our own lives. Um, and so today, just before we jump into the interview, and actually this is really related, um, funny enough is that one of our uh, sponsors right now is um, High Sports uh, in uh, in Durham. So in the greater Toronto area, they're a new kind of pickleball indoor facility. And um, they are right now probably the um, basically the capital of pickleball in Ontario. And I was out there uh, last week, really cool place. So go out and check out uh, uh, Alex and the, the crew out there. Or you can go over and see highsports.ca and you can book your uh, um, book or get uh, memberships at their courts and all of those different things as well. So, um, so really cool connection with uh, um, who we get to speak to today. Really uh, um, happy to uh, to be able to speak to uh, one of the the top pickleball players in the world right now, uh, Jay Davillier. Um, he's one of the most popular people on tour as well, which is really cool. He uh, consistently earned top spots um, in finals in all three divisions of pickleball. So he's uh, he's kind of uh, across the board there. He's originally from France, from what I understand. Moved to the U.S. to play tennis at uh, Wichita State University, and then he transitioned into pickleball, I think, in 2019, so not a whole long time ago. So uh, I know he's uh, he's jumping between um, kind of media stuff, and then he uh, is getting ready for a big tournament this weekend. So just um, first of all, thanks for taking the time for us, Jay. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, maybe the first thing is, um, you know, you you have, um, I think, been an athlete kind of all of your life from the sounds of things. But why don't, why don't you talk about that, first of all? Because, I mean, obviously, you've had a bit of a, um, a real path to get to pickleball. But going back, I mean, I, th- I think back in, in France and, and Spain, you did a lot of different sports. Is that right? Yeah, I know. That's absolutely right. Um, my mother was a professional team handball player. Um, so she uh, she really wanted me to be an athlete, and I loved sport right away. So at a very young age, when I was three three years old, I, I picked up my first tennis racket and um, started playing soccer. And uh, yeah, from there it just um, kept increasing. Kind of, I played more sports. I started skiing. I then uh, played team handball as well. I had two played some rugby, um, badminton, ping pong. So I was touching a bit everything just to see uh, what I really liked uh, and then um, uh, the two sports I was really uh, I was better let's, let's put it that way I, uh, yeah. I uh, decided uh, to go with tennis and soccer and at 14 I had to make that tough decision to, to choose one of the other um, and uh, yeah tennis was the, the, the right path for me I decided then to go to Spain to train 
to try to reach my dream of becoming a professional tennis player. And then after uh, several injuries and and uh, not reaching the level I was supposed to, 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 to make money and things like this, I decided yeah. to go to the States. And uh, and yeah, and then I found Pickleball in 20, uh, 2019. Yeah. Well, and, and talk about that. I mean, that, that's it seems like pickleball is one of those things now that people have found um, either after something else or um, or a, a little bit later in their career. Um, what was it that appealed to you when you um, when you first tried pickleball? Because it wasn't that long ago, which is, is kind of cool that you must have tried it recently. And, and what was it that jumped out that they thought, oh, this is maybe a sport I might really enjoy? Yeah, no, it's crazy because... Um, I never thought I was going to play pickleball um, because I was really into tennis still back yeah. in 2017, 2018. Um, I was working to try to become a director for tennis. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I got an opportunity in December 2018. I got an opportunity to become a pickleball director. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, if I'm going to be the director, I need to learn how to play. And from there, you know, I started playing, got into it way more and just really loved the fact that I could compete similar to tennis yeah. uh, and I felt like my chances were higher at that time but uh, maybe I could I could you know play full time yeah and so in tw- 2019 was just the discovery for me playing some tournaments here and there and it's fairly decent and then 2020 I was like I'm gonna go for it I'm just yeah. gonna try and 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 uh, and do my best and after three months literally COVID hit <laughs> Yeah, and so it was like from March to August, nothing was happening, and I was like, "Oops!" <laughs> uh, so I had told my wife, uh, "Please give me six months to see if I can make a living out of it, if, I, if it's worth it." And you know, after three months, everything shut down, and I was in August. I was gonna try again, and she goes, "Well, six months is gone now." And I was yeah. like, "Well, hold on, hold on here. <laughs> this doesn't count, okay? This doesn't count." Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so this is pretty much how everything started, and uh, yeah. and I'm glad I, I did uh, keep going because uh, you know pickleball has been so great. Like the community is amazing, and uh, I just feel like even from me coming from the tennis world, um, I was not getting that out of tennis. Tennis is a little bit more selfish, I would say, on on the professional tour. It's more like you have to care a lot about you. It's not like as much so- social and so yeah. I've, I've i've just enjoyed the game so much more and um yeah very pleased to play pickleball yeah, well, and and you've you've um you play it when you play doubles, you play with a lot of the the other high level. Like that, that's got to be kind of cool. That not only are you excelling on uh, from the singles side, but you're also playing with some of the best. I mean, I know you play with Tyson a lot. You, you know, it, it, has that been a, a cool experience? Kind of being able to connect with other top players really quickly as well. Yeah, no, it is it is very nice. I mean, 2021 uh, when I. This is really was my breakthrough, kind of. Um, I was mixing around. I was playing mostly with Patrick Smith. That was my mm-hmm. main partner. But that, that took a bet on me as well. Because yeah. He didn't play much pickleball before that. So we decided to go together as a team. And we did fairly well. And, you know, from there, I just played with other players. And um, I've realized how tough it is to play with um, different players. But it's also very... Uh, inspiring in a certain way because you, yeah. you just got to evolve and, and learn how to combine and 
sometimes very good players can play very well together as well. You could yeah. be playing with the number one and you're the number two and still maybe it doesn't work. So it's really about creating that team chemistry that is not easy. Um, I've been blessed that I've had good partners um, almost from the start, I would say. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the better you get, the easier it is to find a good partner, but it's also hard to find the partner that will match your chemistry as well to do well. So in tennis, I feel this was much easier because, you know, the game is fairly played the same way and it's always mm -hmm. executing the best. Where here, it's just, um, you know, for doubles, it's a lot of strategy, different game style, and you have to yeah. find the match. So. Well, and, and that's, you, you hinted to it there a little bit is how much of it is strategy, especially in kind of doubles where it, it does slow down a little bit differently and things like that. Um, you know, when you went from tennis over to pickleball, because a lot of people, you know, some people take to it really quickly or do, and then maybe don't progress with it and struggle with it a little bit. Others, it's just obviously the tennis background is fantastic and translates very quickly. What was what was the most challenging thing for you to come from tennis into pickleball? And what is it that you think trips up some tennis players when they come over thinking, because you assume I'm just going to be really great at pickleball because it's a slower kind of game. Um, what's what's the difference for you and when you were doing it? Yeah, no, I, you know, this is kind of um, the biggest mistake of, uh, of, of tennis players, I feel like, because they think I'm a good tennis player, I'm going to be a good tennis player, mm -hmm. which is fairly true, but that doesn't mean you're going to turn to a great player. Yeah. Um, the game, pickleball is a different sport. It looks similar to tennis, but it is a different sport. The way you have to play, you got to learn strategy like uh, the way you hold the grip is not the same as what you would do in tennis so some yeah. tennis player will translate better quicker because of the grip they're holding um, but it's also like you know I feel personally the toughest thing for me was like I, I played a lot of doubles in college I really enjoyed doubles that helps yeah. a lot yeah um, but it's also uh, tough because you know in tennis you try to close the net you try to be very aggressive in doubles and like in pickleball, you have to stay behind that kitchen line, lean, use your, yours, use your, your quads, use your, your hip gets very sore, you know. Um, so it's different muscles that you're working, different movement. You're not cross-stepping in pickleball. You're just moving side to side, more lateral. Uh, so things like that takes a little bit of time for players to, to, to come and and become very good player. Um, yeah. Again, like I feel like when you have tennis background, that's the easiest uh, to that that we translate the easiest to pickleball. But that doesn't mean you're going to be great. Uh, and I think we're seeing that more and more. Um, a lot of great tennis players are trying to, to to make the switch kind of, and yep. they're not dominating when like one like some people thought they would be. And um, I just think it takes time, you know, to really master the game. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's a great answer. And I, I think that is a lot of people are surprised sometimes that, OK, you get these really high level tennis players thinking they're going to kind of jump into it. And they obviously take to it quickly, but maybe don't necessarily progress to the level that you'd expect right away. And that's, so that's really interesting for people. Um, you know, I, going along with that, Jay, um, how do you uh, like what is a day of training like for you? Because obviously you um, you have to train a lot as a professional in in the sport itself but do you also do other things like do you have to be in the gym a lot and if you do what kind of what kind of things do you do that um you know might be different for playing pickleball than other things yeah 
I mean, for me, this was the hardest thing as well. Um, coming from tennis, you have a, a down season, kind of, where you can do a preseason and work harder and push. And in pickleball, it's uh, it's you know, there is no down season. I mean, you can choose to not play some tournaments, but there are always tournaments available to play. So it's a bit different. Uh, my training changes a lot based on when I'm competing, when I'm not competing how much time in between tournaments, you know, things like that. I, I, I'm going to be fully honest with you. I'm not going to go to the gym and uh, lift and and try to, to work on getting stronger when I'm, I have one week between the next tournament. It would yeah. not be smart. My chances of getting injured are much higher. So I will work based on that. If I have three weeks off, maybe I will do some different kind of training, maybe a little bit more, um, you know, working on my cardio based on, you know, everything. I'm just uh, working around um my schedule and the time i have and then i implement my workout yeah um, but um when let's say i'm not on tournaments and i'm at home uh i will try to get um between two to four hours of pickleball and then do my two hours training uh yeah. on the gym and that that can that could be like lifting that could be you know stretching that could be working on the core that could be working on my cardio like so Again, like I have kind of a program structure based on how I'm feeling, how if I'm trying to recover, I will work maybe more on, on the stretching part and being more flexible and things like this. Um, and then I have a routine as well where I have kind of something structured that I have to do on constant basis. But that's pretty much how everything works Yeah. In my for me. But that has been the toughest challenge, to be honest. Yeah, well, and, and because you, I mean, a good example is that, you know, you're jumping from one place to another. You're doing that right now. Like, literally, we're talking while you're getting ready to go into another uh, uh, place yeah. for another tournament. Um, when we... When you're doing that, um, you mentioned. I mean, you have a you have a family. You have all of the other things that go along with that. You want to also probably have some social life. Um, is that is that difficult to do? And how do you try to balance that as much as possible when you're you're traveling lots and going to lots of tournaments and spending the whole weekend because you're in multiple divisions usually too. Yeah, yeah. No, I always play the three divisions. So um, it's, it's. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's pretty tough. It takes a toll on you a little bit, but um, I'm very lucky that my wife is very supportive. I have three little boys at home as well, so you know I try to spend as much time as possible with them when I come back home, um, and I try to bring them on some tournaments as well. Um, this year it's been a bit tougher because my little one is just one month old right now, so it was a, a bit tougher to travel. But uh, usually that's what I try to do, like to. You know, when it's a longer stretch, I try to bring them at least to one so I don't feel uh, too lonely, kind of. Mm -hmm. And so for them also to, to not feel like I'm not present at all. Uh, but yeah, definitely the toughest aspect of being a professional athlete. I feel like um, a lot of a lot of players from our sports that I, I talk to are, are saying the same. Well, and, and that is the one thing because there are a lot of events and I'm sure that's that can be difficult when you're you're a professional and trying to build the sport. Because the other thing is, is that pickleball is growing so much right now. Um, have you seen a lot of that growth? And I know that you also, I think, um, also help as kind of an ambassador in, in France as well. So um, how do you see that growth happening and, and how has it really been changing even since in the small time you've been in the sport? In 2019, um, the tournaments were not the tournament they are now. Yeah. Uh, there are people that are investing constantly now. Um, I think it's just very exciting. Every 
every month you have something new that is coming. So it, every month you're like kind of what is coming next, you know? Yeah. So it's very exciting. But um, regarding France, I uh, I try to uh, to be uh, to, to, to implement new things. Very just the, the process is very slow. Um, yeah. The resources are limited still. So, yeah. you know, step by step. But I think uh, eventually it will catch up because the sport is so... Um, so engaging, engaging overall. Like you know, it's reach out to every age. It's very simple to pick up, very hard to master. So I think it has that easy aspect, that complexity. If you want to be good as well. So I think it's just a matter of time and more people seeing it. And and yeah, from there I think it's gonna grow as well. There. Yeah, I I love that way of saying it. Is that it's it's it has an easy entry. It's just it takes a long time to master and get good at. So um, I, I that is kind of a a special sauce part of why it, uh, it, it, you know, is growing so much. Um, maybe that's the one thing I, I just, for you over the next little while, what, um, like, do you have, are you a, a goal setter? Do you write everything down? Do you figure out kind of, this is what I want to do this year, or is it just, you, you're kind of taking it as it goes. So how do you approach that yourself? I always, uh, put goals. Um, but it's more like to challenge myself and to keep pushing, you know, to not fall in the trap of, Oh, I'm convenient. Like I'm, I'm happy with what I have. I feel like that's one of the mistake. I always look to be better. So that's why I set my goals, but I'm, I'm not like, I don't get the disappointment if I don't read the goal, if that makes yep. sense. Those goals are just here present to motivate me and keep pushing and, and motivate me. It's a journey. You're not betting on short term. You're betting on long term. It's easy to get more negative. It's like, oh, if you come and say, I want to win that tournament and you don't win it, then then, then you're like, oh, am I good enough? You're starting questioning right. yourself a lot. So for me, it's, you know, I try to win every match step by step. And if I do the right thing, I feel like eventually things will turn right. So um, it has always worked for me so far like that. So I like that kind of uh, mindset. And um, yeah. And try to stay positive because uh, it's easy again to, to fall into negativity and, and things like that. So always uh, always try to find something to relate. So the goals help me do that and, you know, find happiness as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what people say about you too, is that uh, it's your uh, your attitude and your positive attitude that is what draws everybody to you, I think, even just uh, spectators and everything too. So it's obviously a, a big obvious thing for you. Um, you know, okay, so one thing that we always do Jay, is that we always try to have a, a couple of actionable things from, from our guests. And I know they've, they've probably heard lots of cool things, especially if they're, they're either just being introduced to the sport, which we probably have lots of those people, um, but also some people that are really passionate about it too. So, um, so something you, you mentioned is, is how difficult it can be sometimes learning how to work with a partner in, in pickleball or, or other things. But let's say, uh, I mean, you have really high level people you've worked with, but you've also coached other people that may are, are just trying to figure that out so if you were to say are there a couple of things like a couple of tips you have for um for somebody just how how can you be a good pickleball partner um it, especially when you're starting maybe with a new partner are there a couple of things that are real keys to, to having a good partner relationship that way yeah i think i think uh what i try to do always uh is to put the finger at myself you know and not at my partner and then work with what we have you know you gotta focus on your strength and isolate your weakness uh it's it's a matter of not being stubborn and and try to find ways to win there is always a way to win it's just 
sometimes we are blindsided to to see it just for the fact that we're so into it or because we're mad at our partner what i try to see is like i try to recognize the, the strength and weakness of my partner mm-hmm. i try to acknowledge my strength and weakness and then from there we try to work something that combine um i think the hardest is when a partner is not willing to um, discuss with you or or you know try to see how to connect properly sometimes you you have a vision i have a vision and if those visions don't match then there is already a mismatch from there and then it's hard to build something and then the trust you know trusting your partners trusting um trusting the you know the process because sometimes it takes um one tournament sometimes it takes five tournaments i I love to take the example of my partnership with jesse i remember playing with her the first time and and uh she was a top player i was i was a top player as well so i was like the expectation are high, we should do well, and we didn't do well the first tournament. And I, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like you, you're kind of putting pressure. Like, I'm a good player. I'm, I think I'm good. You know, I should win this, but you're not winning. So, yeah. But then after that, we had a good run of six or seven finals in a row. And then, you know, you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's just a matter of figuring things out. And when things don't go well anymore, it's the same thing, is recognizing that and see how you can make adjustments or even switch sometimes. It's important to play with different partners because it makes you become a better partner playing with different players. So and, and, and yeah, you, you need to be somewhat humble to be able to do that too. I think because you know you need to be able to acknowledge yeah. what you don't do well. And um, I, I think I, I think that's a great example, even just between you and and Jesse. And for those people who are doing, it to, you know, we'll we'll make sure that you can see who she is too because um, the two of you have a, a fantastic partnership when when you've done lots of great things together that way too. And uh, to see that that even took a while is is uh i I think probably a a great thing for people to hear so um so i I know you're getting ready to to go to i think orlando right now because um you know uh, that's your your next big one this weekend um you know if people are looking to to follow you and follow what you're doing jay what are some of the best ways of of doing that yeah i'm very present on my uh on instagram um i i have my website uh pickleballj.com so fairly simple i didn't want to put my last name because no one can read my last name or or you know spell it spell it as well so i was just thinking like pickleballj.com so again you will see my schedule uh you will see also i run some clinics sometimes there yeah and um yeah so from there they can follow me and all right you know, twitter facebook all, all the social platforms Great. And what we'll do is to everybody who's listening, we'll put it in the show notes so that people can click right through. You got some great stuff on your website. Uh, I noticed you're you're wearing your hat too. So yeah, I know you've got some uh, kind of fan apparel stuff on, on there too. So uh, uh, make sure you check that out to everybody else. Um, I, again, you know, I know that you're really busy and you're kind of jumping around with travel. So really appreciate you taking the time today, Jay. Um, you know, thanks for, for taking the time with us. Oh, it was a pleasure, Jamie. Anytime. All right. And to everybody else, we'll talk again soon on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.